Dear Miss Elizabeth Bennet, I'm not writing to renew the sentiments that were so disgusting to you, but to address the two offences you accuse me of. Firstly, I did not intentionally rainbow wash my business. It was a most unfortunate consequence of protecting my company's corporate equity index ranking. And of the second offence? Yes, I did wear Crocs in public, and for that I am sincerely sorry. Dear Mr. Darcy, the more I see of the world, the more I am dissatisfied with it. Do not consider me now as an elegant female intending to play you, but as the rational creature speaking the truth from her heart. Your tokenization of Mardi Gras season is not only blatant virtue signaling, but shows that your pride is in fact heavily prejudiced. And for goodness sake, ditch the crocs, for they are further sin upon humanity. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, Mr. Darcy. Beautifully delivered, Ben. I thought you made made a beautiful Elizabeth. Thank you. Was that with or without prejudice? Um, it was it was with prejudice, and and that's because our episode is called World Pride and Prejudice, and so we're going to be talking about uh, in the lead up to World Pride, what businesses can start to think about when they're considering being part of World Pride celebrations or getting their brand on board to support to forward the gay agenda or to support the queer agenda um, without tokenization. Awesome. Yeah, so it's it's a big topic. Um, both of us sort of sit under that queer slash LGBTQIA plus agenda. I should probably say it slower than that, shouldn't I? It's just, I like to brag how, how often I... No, no, it's totally fine. LGBTQIA plus. It, there's no spacing in it, so you have to get through it before your breath runs out. Exactly. It is. <laughs> That's true. LGBTQIA plus. Yeah. And for those of you who may have just accidentally pressed played on a random podcast, <laughs> this is the 55 podcast. Hi. And we're all about helping you scale your business, talking about business struggles, mostly, and... All different types of business things in terms of running an agency mm-hmm. or any business really. But today's episode, we're talking about rainbow washing. Rainbow washing. But also, we, we do have to start with our fun fact, Benjamin. Mm. So I was just looking at podcasts, obviously, you know, Inception, talking about podcast in a podcast. And I was looking at the top or the most listened to podcast in the whole wide world. In the universe. Even aliens listen to this podcast. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I can give you some clues. My favourite murder. Well, it's interesting you say that because a lot of those crime podcasts yeah. were like right up there. Uh, no. No, that's okay, that's not, no. No such thing as a fish? No, you like that. <laughs> You're like, everyone listens. Tell me! <laughs> Tell me I have good taste. <laughs> Everybody listens to that. No, so interestingly, um, and I have listened to these episodes before, and you, you know the person, the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yes. He's been quite controversial. He is quite controversial, and he often has guests on. I guess one example was uh, he had Elon Musk on and got Elon stoned and... Um, yeah, and that was pretty interesting. Uh, boy, I mean, they didn't announce that he was, you know, it was just... You could just tell. It was clear. But what's interesting is it gets around 11 million listeners per episode. Jesus. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Isn't he the one that was in trouble about anti-vaccination? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, he's, yeah. People started coming. Was it Joe Warren? Were they, where some artists started pulling their tracks off Spotify until... 
he was censored. I think it was Joe. I need to check. I mean, so yeah. he has like a $200 million deal with Spotify, so yeah. there's definitely some some connection to that. But what's interesting is there's a parody of him. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's called Ro Jogan. No. And it's so, you know, well, it's so swapping his name around. That's I haven't watched his, listened to his podcast. So. No. Well, I maybe just go straight to Ro Jogan because it's it's basically oh. just splices <laughs> him talking about eating meat. It's like ridiculous because oh, wow. he's kind of like that big kind of like, yeah, anyway, he talks about meat a lot. You wouldn't like it then. Hey, I'm gay. I like me. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Welcome to the World Pride and Prejudice episode. Uh, have you got a fun fact for us, Benjamin? Uh, I don't really, but since you brought up meat, I'm just going to throw a random fact at please, you. Please, please. So we all know Arnold Schwarzenegger. We do. I'll be back. Stay here. I'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Some of our gens out this and this will be like, what's that about? Yeah, who's that guy? Who was that old man? Um, Politician now. Politician. Actually, we watched Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. John, John and I, which is my partner, we're doing this thing where we pick a movie from each year. From I don't know why we started from 1986. So we're just picking one each and then we take turns. So Aww. we ended up watching Kindergarten Cop again. That's a classic. It is a classic. Yeah, it's cute. Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he's acting days, kind of give me some some like just childhood nostalgia. Absolutely. Even when he was pregnant. Well, what's that with Danny DeVito? Was yeah. it Danny DeVito? Is it twins or is that a different one? No. Uh, which one's he pregnant in? But it's... But- Bizarre. I have to watch it again and see if it holds up in terms of like, you know, did it age well? <laughs> or is it really politically incorrect yeah. now? I don't know. Anyway, my, my fact about Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, of recent times, he was part of a documentary series about veganism. Ah. And so he, Arnold Schwarzenegger now is a vegan. Um, but they talked about all the different sort of you know, health benefits of being vegan in terms of how, how much clearer your blood is and your urine and stuff from eating. But what I discovered recently is that that's a bit of a facade from old Arnie because he still loves, he'll still throw meat on the barbie when his friends come around for a barbecue. So, but I believe he has some steak company that produces vegan protein or something uh, in that space. So therefore he's pushing the agenda because it helps his corporate business bottom line. But I think he might actually start to refer to himself as more as being a plant-based person, mm. which is still better than being 100% a meat eater. But I just thought it was interesting to know that I, I thought Arnie was 100% vegan until I saw him say, oh, I still throw some meat on the barbie when my mates come around. So he is plant-based. Wow. And all of, all of this is news to you and you're like, I thought Arnie... <laughs> Are you just meat? Well, there you go. That's double fact for you. Surprise. There yeah. you go. He's not a carnivore, but he's also not a vegan. Uh, he's a vegan mostly. He's a mostly. Yeah, okay. Yes. Surely that fits under flexitarian. Yeah. You don't want that vegan washing. I prefer to say plant-based. Plant-based, yeah. That's, a, like, that's, that's when I was in the Philippines last this year. Last year. Fucking when is this podcast coming out? Uh, last month. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. Uh, Hulig month. I was uh, plant-based. This is what I was telling myself mm. when, when I was eating a chicken isal, which is chicken intestines. But anyway. Let's get on to the topic for today, which is obviously we're talking about World Pride. So for people that don't know, World Pride is basically a global celebration of, you know, LGBTQIA plus culture and people around the globe. It's happens every two years, obviously a bit of a delay with COVID happening, but, you know, it's the first time it's happening in Sydney and it's also, you know, a special moment for us with Mardi Gras because the parade, which has been in the Sydney SCG, is now returning to Oxford Street. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because no one, cricket and queer culture, I just, they don't really. I like the idea of it being at the stadium because I felt like it was really big. And I, it felt like the Super Bowl of gay. The Super Bowl of gay. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Because I was like, they had the stage, the performance in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes standing on that street as a spectator is quite tiring. I've never been in the parade. Have you been in the parade? But you've watched the parade. Uh, I've watched it once from the street. And that was tiring for you. 
Yes. What about the performers just no, sweating we, their ass off for you? I would rather be out in the parade dancing right. with glitter. Right. That's true. Well, although glitter. No, because if you leave your spot, someone pushes in and steals your spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I had a couple of beers and I needed to wee and I wasn't going to risk going to the Oxford to use the toilet. So you just hung on. Hung on for, and that parade goes for a long time. Wow. (laughs) Do you know that the more busting you get, the more cognitive decline you have short term, that actually the more you hold, the less productive you are. Yeah. So. Anyway, but you were know. just watching a parade. I'll so. use that. For, it could have been a fun fact for earlier. Oh, no. I could have dropped that one in. But, yes, yeah, so it is. I think it is a good thing that it's back because that's, you know, the origin, it, you know, the history the style, of, of yeah. the parade. It's, it is it is about, you know, a, a rally and, and you a know. A parade just makes more sense down the street. It does. That's exactly, yeah, and definitely in the roots of, of Mardi Gras. So, should, so. Sorry, should I ask you these questions? Would that be more helpful? Um, yeah, if it's more of a conversation, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is that about what you're about to jump into? Yeah, let's sure, do it, yeah. I just thought it might be easier because you've written those questions and I don't want you to ask yourself a question and answer it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anna, what is Rainbow Watching? Well, actually, I'm Anna and I'm going to answer that question. Oh, uh, yeah, like I'm just slowly pushing you that way. <laughs> Welcome to the Anna Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just rebranded that. With, with special guest, Chad. Hi. Hello. <laughs> On either side of the face. Oh, my God, Yes. So, Anna, what is rainbow washing more broadly? Yeah, rainbow washing. So, um, I was reading a great article from Urban List just to get some technical terminology. And so, Urban Dictionary actually defines rainbow washing as the act of using or adding rainbow colours and or imagery to advertising, apparel, accessories, landmarks, in order to indicate progressive support for LGBTQIA plus (laughs) equity um, and to earn customer credibility. But the key thing here is that they do that with minimum effort for a very strategic result to elevate their business. So, i.e. just whacking up Pride logo on Facebook and LinkedIn Yep, and calling it a day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's no real look into the challenges of the queer community or even there's no consultation with the community on how you know, maybe they could be supported. But, yeah, literally, let's hang up a flag or, you know, let's – Bake rainbow cupcakes, or you know yeah. that kind of thing. But like, it's all very um, superficial. It's very superficial, yeah, yeah. and short lasted. It's funny because um, when was Pride Month? Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I should know. I think it was, Dis- Ju- it was June. I'm it was the, June. I'm literally the worst. I'm like, I'm just the worst gay in the community. <laughs> the worst gay in the community. No. <laughs> I don't, like our COO, he he's um, also gay, but he'd be fine with me telling because he he came out in the business before I did. Right. Um, which is strange. Um, he's made me comfortable about you know, being who I am in the business. Yeah. But during Pride Month, he wanted to do a Pride post and I got really anxious about it. Mm. Like almost to the point where like if I changed the social media or did a post, I'd have to disclaim, oh, I found his gay. Like, like <laughs> It's like a big reveal. It's your coming out it's the to, big in your business. Reveal. Yeah. I think most people know, but it's in my head. But then I feel like I would almost have to justify it because I know what the community's reaction is to- uh, Tokenizing the moment. Yeah. So yeah. I almost have to disclaimer that- no, we are a rainbow business in yeah. a sense because we employ uh, people of diversity, not intentionally. Mm. It just so happens it's just happened organically because we, we hire people based on their skills and not based on their color, age, sex, religion. And so we've got a great diverse group of people, which I'm quite happy with organically mm. because we don't, I guess we're not prejudiced about that sort of stuff. It's just like, who's going to do the best yeah. work? And then from that, we've actually created a diverse team, but I, I digress. No, no, but, that, but that, that's excellent. It is important. And to have that representation in your team, you know, making them feel comfortable to be themselves. Yeah. And being mindful of who, who has a queer identity. 
Can I give you an example of rainbow washing that I saw? Yeah, recently? please. And I think you've brought up a good point, Ben, because it's like if you are a queer, gay, you know, non-binary person that fits in the, under that umbrella, you know, it's like you're almost saying I, I'm not gay enough or I have to be gayer to be able to talk about yeah. this. And that that's, you know, that is a whole other topic of what does it mean to be queer and particularly in the bisexual scene there's a lot around that as well. So I think I just want to let you know that you are gay enough. <laughs> Um, and that you're allowed to own your gay and queer identity in whatever way that you want. But I I really appreciate that as a business, you're more broadly thinking, you know, if this is something I'm talking about as part of my identity and and also as part of the business's, you know, employee team, then I want to do it really intentionally, not just in a moment that's tokenized because it's Pride Month or because it's the Mardi Gras. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just just felt a bit super. Everybody else is doing it, so we should do it. Totally. And I'm like, I'm a bit against against it yeah because and that's what i wanted like if it felt like if i wanted to go and talk about it then i should just talk about it yeah anytime yeah. like for it to be sincere in the yeah. right moment and yeah well you know yeah well maybe we'll we'll see that come up now <laughs> well i guess we're doing it now aren't we because we're talking about a rainbow topic we are we are how huh? dare we no sorry i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> so i've heard this term before but i'm not exactly sure what it means what is pink money yeah it was a term that i wasn't really familiar with but i definitely understood the premise. And I guess basically the idea is that the gay and the queer community, you know, are worth a lot of money. So the actual stat is that according to Forbes in 2019, LGBTQIA plus adults um, held a combined buying power of $3.7 trillion. So yeah, that's clearly shows that, you know, there's money to be what is sucked it? up by businesses. Up. Freed, freed up cash. Freed up cash. And I think what I found really interesting about this, it's not so much that, you know, pink money is coming from the queer community and so businesses that are posing as queer allies or support, they're actually take then taking the money from the queer community. So it's not just to look good with a, a broader, you know, hetero-inclusive audience. They're actually targeting the queer community. So it's almost like being unethical and non-supportive whilst taking the queer community's money. It's just, it's rough. It's rude. It's very rude. Bastards. They are bastards. And, I, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a movement as well where people are sort of want to be boycotting and avoiding these, these anti-gay companies. But if a company is jumping on the bandwagon and pretending and posing using rainbow washing to be an inclusive company, that's just, it's really manipulative. And I think that's, yeah, it's a really unprofessional move and, and something just for businesses to be mindful of because they might not have realised um, what they're doing. I mean, everybody did it with Ukraine as well, really, didn't they? Not not to get Ukrainian money, but it's like, okay, you've changed your logo to support Ukraine, but what have you done to support Ukraine? Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's see the actual practice in yeah. action of, of support, not just- like, a, How much have you donated to, towards the effort? Yeah. Or, yeah, definitely. Or is, it just, or is, is this social- is your, social media icon really going to help. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how do you move the dial? And that that is the bigger question. And I think, yeah, it's interesting. um, One example I have as well of a a marketing campaign that a business did during pride was a a dental surgery and it said, yes, clean as opposed Uh, to yes, queen. So it was a sort of play. And I I think, yeah. Clever wording. It was clever wording and people (laughs) liked it. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, that business was in the Oxford street area. So I would like to think that there were staff members that were, Probably. Probably. Most likely. Most likely, yeah. Um, But it's just, yeah, it's like if you're going to do something like that, just, yeah, make sure you really are supporting your LGBTQIA plus employees and really fighting for the the queer agenda. But, um, 
There was just another point which I thought was interesting. So Denny Todrick, they, them, is a non-binary creator and activist and there's a great quote from them. They said, we have a higher awareness and a higher level of consciousness now in terms of what actual allyship looks like and it's actually not just to put a rainbow on. So exactly what we've said, the sentiments are there. So it's not, if you like it, then you should have put a rainbow on it. It's Beyonce. <laughs> if you like it, then it, yeah, that's that's what businesses. Imagine think. this with two quick two rainbow flags. Yes. If you like it, then you should have put a rainbow flag on it. <laughs> we'll, bring, we'll bring the curry. Like, do, but also change your policies to support queer people and <laughs> consistently support them throughout the year. And and maybe that moves on nicely, Ben, to just sort of that idea of well, what does, what does it look like? What does it look like? What does it look? What does support be, look besides, like? Besides besides vibrant and rainbow coloured. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's not just that. So this idea of consistent support, I think that's a big thing. It's like what does the community need um, throughout the year that isn't just uh, a particular seasonal moment for Pride? Because you might not believe it, but um, we queers, we exist around Mardi Gras. We we live lives and oh, just beyond Mardi Gras. <laughs> beyond Mardi Gras. Oh, really? Yeah. I no. didn't know that. I just thought we came out came out of our dungeons once a, once a year. Exactly. We live in a bubble under the harbour, and then we just float to the crawl surface. out of the drain with all the it. Exactly. So we all float down there. Exactly. And then we all float up on the street. We're inner earth Get beings. It? Floats. Floats. We float up to the <laughs> That's street. That's the second pun. We do float up to the street. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling the puns. You're like, this is the 980th pun of the uh, whole podcast series. There will be a fun quiz at the end. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll rate your puns. Uh, they're, they're all good in my eyes. Every pun is worthy of love. It's punny, isn't it? It is punny. That no, I'm not giving you that one. Oh that, dang, that doesn't count. <laughs> First time someone said that's punny, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> You're like, and the second time, and the third, no, <laughs> and the fifth time, and the fifty fifth time. I'm still laughing, but no one else is. No, no, it is. No, I, I do enjoy it. Um, Wise. But back to what it is that we could do to support the queer community. So uplifting all year round through support, being really transparent. Um, you know, obviously, something I came across recently was this idea of a an ethical framework and and only, I mean, obviously we all understand the idea of having values, but actually thinking about a formal document where you write down, you know, what is a business you're trying to achieve and how you're going to do it. And um, yeah, just thinking about what, as a business, what are your values? What do, What's your mission and how are you going to measurably move towards supporting the Kiwi community in really particular ways? So, so yeah, that is almost like from the top down, you know, yeah. it's not just a pride team trying to organize an event. It's the bigger business thinking about policy. And, and I think that was, you know, a really cool example um, is someone we used to work with who, who was a, is a, a lesbian woman and actually went in and changed, advocated for like same sex parents to have fair parental leave. So irrelevant of your gender, they are actually able to have like a full dominant parent time off despite yeah. their gender, which I yeah. think is incredible. It is very incredible. Yeah. So um, what would you say are some of the things to avoid? Like say if you are a company and you do support LGBTQIA+. Yes. I can say it fast as well. You can. <laughs> well done. <laughs> what do I win? <laughs> Pat on the back. Oh, yay. So say a company does actually want to support yeah. and they want to show their support all year round. What are some of the things they should avoid? So that avoid. they Because, you know, it's easy to fall into the trap of, Meaning the right, having the right intent, but then obviously upsetting the wrong people. Like That's a good point. Some people's intent is probably worth more than what they've done, but sometimes social media especially will, there seems to be no filter and will take you for a ride. Yes. So what would you say, something that you would think is actually intended to be nice, but it's probably rainbow washing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I think, yeah, definitely the key thing is don't just go out with a singular campaign that has no 
foundation in a deeper level of support for the community. So I'd say, yeah, avoid, avoid that one-off campaign. I think as well, avoid making decisions on queer events and involvements that don't include your queer staff. So I think, you know, the way to avoid that is to make sure you do have a pride club and that you're constantly in consultation with your queer staff members and find out what they actually want. Cause maybe, maybe they don't want to p- play trivia or bingo with a drag queen. Maybe they would rather look at the policy of a company or maybe they want to go to the parade as a team and, and just, yeah, really align. So don't, don't assume what makes your queer staff feel included. Yeah. One that you've written down here, which I don't think you've mentioned, I'm just curious about your thoughts on, is mm. using LGBTQIA plus team members as props and content. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so avoid it? Avoid it, I'd say. I mean, obviously, if it's... Tokenism, isn't it? Yeah, it's tokenism. Yeah. It's just, again, is it just we're, we're taking photos of our queer staff and we're not really supporting them. It's just to look good in the photos. We let, we let Billy come out from marketing once a, once a year so we can use him to show him that we support queers. Exactly, right. exactly. So, no, that's perfect. The rest of the man. time, we don't want to hear about him. Exactly. And the logo piece as well, which is, oh, sorry, we don't want to hear from him. (laughs) Bless, no. I can't remember what his name was. I forgot about him so much. Get back into your corner. Sorry. Back into your closet. And that's the reality. We're coming out of the closet all the time. Um, (laughs) But changing logos temporarily, obviously, yes, you know, show your support, but think about other moments within the year that you can, you know, change your logo to support. Donate. You know, if you don't donate to LGBT causes, then obviously you're not really supporting the community. So make sure you're thinking about that. And if you are hiring any queer performers or talent, make sure you're paying them correctly. Don't underpay queer talent. Use that corporate budget to support queer artists. Love it. Very helpful. So I hope anyone that's listening who's thinking about using the rainbow is an ally. Uh, maybe make sure that you cross your T's and dot your I's yes. beforehand. Yep. Uh, it's kind of like with our sustainability, like we're happy to talk about sustainability because we donate. Yeah. Like we put our money where our mouth is mm-hmm. and we're not actually asking the turtles for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good luck communicating with turtle. Is that another language you're adding to your belt? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's more like splash. Sorry, that was a bit more dolphin. It's like I, Morse code. I, yeah, I'm learning. Dolphin dialect is very similar to turtle, but it's not the same. So I'm still trying to learn it. It's really quite difficult. Um, <laughs> Just imagining you singing under the sea and repeat, but that's probably not it. Um, Controversial topics. I know you do have to run. Yes. Um, thoughts on the manly rainbow jersey? The man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that was really sad that there were team players that obviously, and for, for those who haven't heard about it, there was obviously a bit of uh, uproar. Um, the so the manly sea eagles um, was the team, right? That. I don't do sports very well, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, it was the manly. Well, yeah, it was a manly. <laughs> I just know it was a manly football team. It was a manly football team, and there, there was a rainbow jersey that had been handed out to them for a particular game, and a bunch of the players boycotted the game, so they wouldn't play in a rainbow shirt. So yeah, I mean, there's two layers to that. A, yeah, that's a terrible discrimination, and why would you not wear rainbow? You know, it has it doesn't affect you personally. It's yeah, you know, it's nothing to do with you. Um, you're just withholding support for a community that's that. Is not you know, yours. Some of these religions as well don't believe in alcohol, but they're happy to stack a. That's an a, interesting a, a, comparison. Alcoholic sponsorship on their, their yeah. jersey, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Double standards, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that was terrible, and also it was poorly managed by the the team, the managing team of that sports group, where they were throwing. It's a good example of good intent. Yeah. Executed badly. Executed. And then apologize for it. Yeah, and then it makes apologize to the wrong people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, no, it was a bit of an irky moment. Um, and also, I mean, interesting, they were trying to support the, the rainbow community outside of a pride moment. So, like, that's great. Yeah, yeah it was almost it would have been perfectly a good good experience if players didn't walk out and then they apologised to the players. Exactly. Because then it kind of – I guess that's a good example of a bad example 
of how to support the rainbow community. Yeah, and how to think more deeply about it. I think I just want to like sort of wrap it up to say as well that don't not support the queer community because you're worried about doing the wrong thing. I think it's really important that you do step up and be a leader in the space and, and you know, through your marketing campaigns or your employee initiatives that you do really support us. But it's the key thing is always be in consultation with queer community members. Always have them yeah. leading the direction. And always think about your intent. What is yes. your intent? Why are you supporting it? If your intent is to make money, then not the right intent. Yes. If your intent is to support and you follow that and you consult properly, then you should you should be safe. <laughs> you should be safe. <laughs> you should be going in the right direction. But if it's, it's just to promote your business and make your business look great and your intent is to make yourself go, mm, I'm so good because I support the rainbow community, then that's the wrong On intent. one day yeah, of yeah. the whole year. Yeah, so that's probably what I – what I would take away from it, yep. what is your intent? Consult with the people in the community and then go nuts. Absolutely. Go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Support the team. Support yeah. everybody. Awesome. Well, thank you for this very enlightening yes. episode on rainbow washing. If you have any questions about anything we have said on today's episode, you can email us at podcast at 55knots.com.au. Otherwise, until next time, I'm Ben. I'm Anna. Fair winds and smooth seas. <laughs> <laughs>